is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 249 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create video content that sells with Brianna Queen. I am so excited about this guest. I had been stalking her on Instagram, watching her Instagram reels, and just fell in love with the way that she was creating her reels, the way that she brought her personality and her presence. So I know you're going to get a ton of value out of this interview. Now, before we dive in, I want to make sure that if you haven't already grabbed my Instagram engagement guide, that you do so. Send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose asking me to send you the Instagram engagement guide. You're going to hear us talking about Instagram in this episode, and you all know it is one of my favorite platforms in order to build community. All right, you guys, let's dive in. Hi, Brianna. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to jump into this conversation about how to create video content that actually sells. Before we do that, will you introduce yourself and your business to my audience? Yes. So like you said, my name is Brianna Queen. I am an award-winning content creator as well as a video strategist that really just helps entrepreneurs be as amazing in person as they are on camera and video and create videos that actually sell. (laughs) Very good. And how did you get started? I'm just curious. So to make a long story short, um, graduated from college. Oof, it's been like a decade. Um, and I could not find a job to save my life. And I decided to have like a consulting business on social media. Had a client, wanted to learn how to do YouTube. Didn't know how to do YouTube. So I started a YouTube channel just to help him. Um, just to help him. Literally had no ambition, no desire to, you know, be a YouTuber. What happened was I started this YouTube channel to learn how to optimize for my client. YouTube channel kind of blew up. Now we are at, you know, almost 7 million views, over 85,000. YouTube subscribers. And I was like, well, video clearly works. (laughs) So it just kind of evolved into me helping entrepreneurs leverage the power of strategic video. Okay, excellent. So the way that I actually found you was I found you through Instagram Reels. And we'll talk a little bit more about that because of course, things have changed over on Instagram. They're really pushing the video, which is excellent. But before we kind of jump into that, why in 2022, because this is October, First, we are coming up from New Year. Why in 2022 do we need video content as part of our business? So I always ask the question, let's say you need to assemble a table, right? And you Google how to assemble a table. You have two options, three options. You can listen to a podcast episode, tell you how to assemble a table. You can read a super long blog post or you can watch a video. Which one are you more likely to click on? Probably the video. So when it comes to like, businesses, even entertainment, people prefer video because it's faster compared to blogs. Um, It's visual. You can hear it. So it kind of taps into whether you're a kinesthetic learner, whether you're an auditory learner, it kind of does it all. Okay. What is your background for undergrad? You just said a bunch of teacher terms. And I'm like, wait a second, is she an educator? <laughs> I am not an educator. Uh, my background, I went to school for advertising and then I went back for marketing. But, you know, I really do. My, my focus is helping entrepreneurs. So I do teach a lot. I, I am an educator <laughs> just in video. <laughs> yes. 
Well, you use the terms beautifully. So that's why I was like, wait a second, I got to stop. Um, excellent. Okay. So what are the best social media platforms for video content right now? depends on the person and their audience. Um, I have clients who are killing it on LinkedIn because they do resume writing. I have, you know, a client, she's killing it on TikTok because she's a friendship coach. You know, I love YouTube because I like the evergreen. So it really depends on your audience and depends on you as well. You know, TikTok's obviously for the younger crowd. Um, Facebook probably and LinkedIn is going to be for the older crowd. YouTube is kind of, you know, so that's a question where you have to think about who is my audience and where are they at? Okay. Yes, absolutely. So and you threw out and you kind of caught me off guard with the LinkedIn. And that was the first one that you said too, mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of people, I wouldn't think video would be a big thing on LinkedIn, um, but it does make a ton of sense how it could really pull people in and show what they're able to do. So how do I make my video content interesting. So you gave that example of LinkedIn and the resume to writing. And I'm like, how could that possibly be interesting? Tell us. <laughs> so I always say, start with intention. Like, what do you want your video to do? Do you want to evoke an emotion? Maybe someone feel inspired, educated, empowered. Like, what is the intention behind the video? Because that's how your video is going to be laid out. If you're going to be doing an informative video, I'll use my client for LinkedIn. She does resume writing. So she has a video and it's, you know, three reasons why you didn't get the job. So she may, you know, start the video off with, you had an interview, you nailed the interview, but you didn't get a call back. Here are three reasons why you didn't get the job. And then she kind of leads into it because the intention is she's trying to inform and educate her audience. Whereas maybe you're going to be doing a video where you're trying to motivate moms to start a podcast, right? So you may start off the podcast like, listen, when I quit my job, I did not know how to get leads into my business. So I started this podcast. The first few months were crazy, but you know, one year later and I've grown my business to a hundred thousand. And then you kind of go into it. So it really starts with the intention. And then too, I like, I'm a big believer in sprinkling a little personality in it. So even if you're talking about resume, if you're talking about something as boring as, you know, personal injury, because you're a personal injury lawyer, sprinkle a little personality into it to set yourself apart from others. Okay. So when you talk about the intention piece, it's almost kind of like a hook too. Mm -hmm. Because you're kind of pulling them in, making sure. Is there a certain amount of time that you feel like you have in the beginning of a video to pull people in? So I used to say you have 15 seconds to hook a viewer before they close out. But Instagram reels are 15 seconds now. So that's, (laughs) you know, like, so YouTube, now I have to be for three seconds. And Instagram's probably like one second, right? So you really have to like tap immediately to get the first attention. YouTube, you have a little lead weight. Long form videos, you probably have less than 15 seconds. Instagram reels, Instagram stories, you probably have about two seconds to really hook the the viewer. And it doesn't have to be something like elaborate, like you jumping out of a window or, you know, something crazy. It can be as simple as you just drinking a drinking a a glass of water and then being like, let me tell you three reasons why water is beneficial to your body. So just something different. You know, nobody wants to watch. Even like live videos, nobody wants to watch a live video where the person is just staring at the camera like, all right, let's give people a few seconds for them to pull in. You know, that's so boring. <laughs> like, 
like, you know, at the very beginning of a, of a live video, hook the viewers, something like, hey, you know, as people are hopping into the live, if you're watching this via replay, give me a five down below. Something that's really going to have the person stay on the video and not be like, mm, nope, close out. Yes. And I think a part of the reason I was drawn to you, and again, I found you for on Instagram via your reels, um, was because of the personality piece. And I think that a lot of times people kind of stay away from adding in their personality. They're afraid of that personal branding side of things. And part of what I always talk about is that's part of your positioning. Yes, you're an expert in something, but you also have to add in the personality side of things, whether you're an introvert, whether you're an extrovert, what does that look like? Like, what are the things that you love, whether it's pulling it in from your background, like what you actually see in your background, the way that you dress, whatever it might be. But that personality piece is such a huge piece that I think that a lot of people shy away from. Um, so I have actually two questions that I can think of that I really want to lead off of that is that do I need to make separate video content for each social media platform? Because you talked about you have a certain amount of time for reels and you have a certain amount of time for YouTube. How do I make my life easier to create video content? So I'm a lazy girl. Um, I don't create. For one, video can take a lot of time, right? And the one thing I love about video is video is an evergreen machine. And that's really what, you know, I help my students out my program is video is evergreen. Someone can be watching a video at three o'clock in the morning and discover your video and watch it while you're asleep, you know? So video can be that evergreen aspect. I like to simplify the process. I repurpose my video content. Um, so let's say I have a YouTube video. I can easily get that transcribed and made into a blog post. I can cut little pieces of that, make it into a reel, make it into a story, make it into an ad. You know, I can take a little bit of that, make it into like an Instagram post on your feed. I don't think you have to create video. For one, I don't think you should be on every single social media platform, like trying to do everything all at once. I, I'm a strong believer in, yeah, you should have a social media account for every so you should have a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitter, a YouTube. You should have every single account just so no one will true story, just so no one will create an account with your name and trick people. <laughs> so if you want to have an account with your name, but you don't have to focus on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and all these platforms, especially don't have a team. So I say focus on maybe one to two platforms. Maybe that's YouTube and Instagram. Maybe that's just LinkedIn, whatever that is. And then those can be your true like platforms you create video. And another reason why I suggest that is because with video is a muscle, you get better with the video. And if you're trying to do Instagram video and YouTube video and Facebook video and live streaming and stories and reels, how do you improve? You can't improve if you're trying to do too many things. So, you know, I say really focus on one to two platforms. If you feel that you want to repurpose those videos into other platforms, take that YouTube video Take a clip of it, make it into a reel. Take that clip and make it into a Facebook post. But don't feel like you have to post on several social media platforms. It is so much better to put, you know, dedicate one to two platforms and go all in so you can improve so that you can really start growing your audience and try to do it all, especially because we're busy. Who has time to do all this stuff? Yes. I totally agree. And I love that you're talking about repurposing. It's something that I totally preach with my clients as well, is that you just take pieces of it and reuse it on other platforms. What would you say is your, if you had to pick two, what would be your two that you would go to for video content to create? My, 
So I am a YouTube fanatic. I love YouTube. Um, I always recommend YouTube just because for one, when you think of video social media platform, what comes to mind? YouTube. Um, and I love YouTube because YouTube is a search engine. I am all about search engine stuff. I want you to be able to Google three o'clock in the morning, a question and my video from three years ago pop up. So you have that power with YouTube. So YouTube is probably my favorite platform just because, you know, it's just, it's really search friendly. And then I like Instagram because whereas YouTube is that, that long green. So with YouTube, you'll create a video. That video may not start being coming popular, may not start getting views until months later. Whereas like Instagram, Instagram's that instant gratification. You post on Instagram, you tend to get some likes, you tend to get, you know, some activity. So those are my two favorite social media platforms for me and for my audience because it works for me. Um, I get that instant gratification and I get that longevity. But, you know, you may find that LinkedIn and Facebook work for you. you and you may find that Pinterest because Pinterest is also a search, you know, a, a search engine. So it really just depends on what your audience where your audience is at and what works for you and what you like. Right. And how they're using it too. I think like mm-hmm. when you give the example before, when you were talking about TikTok and you said it's meant for that younger crowd. I also, when I think TikTok, I think I'm going there and I don't want to do anything, but be entertained. Like mm-hmm. I just want to go numb and just be able to watch and be entertained with things. Um, so I think the purpose too, of like why people use that platform can really make a difference too, as far as like what your content is and if that's going to be valuable to them on that platform. Yeah, that's such a good point because the intention is different on social media platforms. Um, like for example, YouTube, the intent, people get on YouTube to solve a problem. Sometimes they get on YouTube to be entertained, but usually they get on YouTube to solve a problem. Whereas you said like TikTok, usually kind of like that mindless scrolling where you're just kind of just trying to figure out. So like for TikTok, you really have to come very hard with the entertainment. You know, you can't be as lenient with the education and informative. So you're right. Even with Instagram, Instagram also has like that mindless scroll intent. So it does depend on the platform. Pinterest and YouTube tend to be the ones that people are coming on there to solve a problem, usually. Yes. Nope. That makes total sense. So we talked a little bit about the fact that your personality has to come out in it. So here's a question for you. How do I authentically show up in my video content if I hate being on camera? I know I have listeners thinking this because they are introverts and I'm actually an introvert. Um, So what are your thoughts? So I am an introvert as well. Uh, people are always like, are you? I'm like, yeah, I am an INFJ. I've test, I've did, done the Meyer Briggs test for 15 years and I'm always an INFJ. Um, but one thing, one way I have been able to really love video is I took me out of the equation. So it's no longer, oh, I hate looking at myself on video or, oh, I hate how I sound. Or, oh, I don't like being on video. Now I focus on who needs this video. Like who is going to watch this video and feel empowered or feel educated or feel inspired? Um, I'll give the example of, you know, I have a video back when I did beauty and it was like a beauty tutorial on an interview makeup tutorial. And it was just me showing how to do your makeup for an interview. And I didn't really like how I looked in the video. My hair was, it, it, I, I just, it just wasn't the best video. Okay. But I published it anyway, because I was like, listen, somebody needs this video in my head. I can envision this girl who has an interview and she's not feeling very confident. And she goes on Google and she's like, how to look my best for my interview. And this makeup video pops up and she does it. So I think about who can, who does this video serve? Who will watch this video and their life will be easier? Even if it's something like eyeliner, something as simple as eyeliner. 
Who can watch this video and who will feel empowered? Who will feel, who will get their problem solved? And I published this video and this video was like five years old and I still get comments to this day where people are like, oh my gosh, I watched your video and I felt so confident and I got the job. Like stuff like that. And it's like, if you take yourself out of the equation, it's like, wow, like I published this video and I'm helping people. And from a sales aspect as an entrepreneur, your biggest goal is to serve people in whatever capacity that you can, whether that's a coach, whether that's a service provider or product, like you solve solutions. So when it comes to video, don't think about you. Serve over nerve. That's what I say. How can I serve versus how I feel nervous? Think about my audience. You creating this video, you putting out to the world, who will watch it, who will be impacted by it. They don't care how you look. The focus is on the message, not the messenger. Yes. Oh my goodness. So I am sitting here with the biggest, no one else can see me, of course, biggest <laughs> smile. I'm like just shaking my head profusely. Um, I knew that you were like going to bring it when I asked you to come on to this interview because I could tell from your Instagram reels that you really knew what you were talking about. But it is so in line with everything that I preach. And I'm just so happy um, because that is, it's such a hard thing to not, to not think about how do I look? How is this about me? When it should just be about serving your audience and solving their problem and that transformation that you're going to give them. Because that is when sales make, it makes selling so much easier. Mm-hmm. And you will find that when you just show up as yourself, and I always say there can be multiple people playing in a sandbox. There can, you know, there's tons of like, there's Oprah, she's a talk show host, and there's you no know, Ricky, like there was all these people. There, there can be multiple people in a sandbox. But how do you establish yourself from others? The only way is to be yourself. Nobody else has your experiences. They don't have your stories. They don't have the way that you uniquely share your message. So when it comes to being authentic, I know that's like so cliche, like just be yourself. But that's the only way to kind of stand out is to be yourself. And you will find that when you show up as yourself online, you are going to attract a community that is so aligned with you because you showed up as your most authentic self. And they're going to ride for you. And if you do get a nasty comment, they're going to be the first people on that comment like, you don't talk to her like that. Like They're like, you don't talk to Jenny like that. They're going to be the first ones because you have built this community by being authentic and serving. I love it. So good, Brianna. So talk to me about your ready to record roadmap. What will my listeners learn from it? So if, if you are like, okay, I want to get on video, but I don't, I'm not sure what to do. Or maybe you're getting on video and you're feeling like I'm on video, but nothing's happening. Or you don't want to point the TikTok bridge, like something's just this. Yeah. You know, there's a disconnect between you and video. Uh, my record roadmap will literally teach you like step-by-step what to do to, before you hit that record button. So it's like a little mini checklist of things to think about. Like, for example, if you're getting on YouTube videos, with YouTube videos, think about your brand. How do you want to show up? Do you want to show up, you know, wearing pajamas every single video? Do you want to show up wearing a bow tie? You know, think of like stuff like that. Think about your lighting. Are you going to record videos at night? If you record videos at night, you're going to have to get some, you know, some lights instead of working on sunlight. So like a really little easy quick checklist to go through so you can start thinking about how you want to really establish your brand with video. I give like my three top mistakes when it comes to video. And I also share some easy budget-friendly ways to leverage video like equipment and tools. Okay. 
Excellent. So what we're going to do is we're going to link to those in the show notes. Um, we are also going to let you know that if anyone listening, that if you want to send us a DM on Instagram, that is the fastest way to get it put right into your DMs. We'll send you the link right there so that everybody can make sure that they grab that. Um, Brianna, where are the best places to connect with you? So the best places are on my website, BriannaQueen.com. I'm also on Instagram, BriannaQueen, Facebook. If you if you Google me, Brianna Queen, I all my social media platforms should show up because I love SEO as well. So you can find me on pretty much all the platforms, but I'm I'm really pretty heavy on YouTube and Instagram and in my email list. Excellent. So we will make sure to link to the to your website as well as of course Instagram because everybody knows I love that and it just makes <laughs> it so easy to be able to have that continue that conversation based on the conversation that we had. Brianna, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. Yes, thank you. And if I can just like leave with one final message, um, of if course. If you decide that you want to get on video, please feel free to tag me. I My mission is to help entrepreneurs to share their message that they can empower others. Because when you share your message with others, it's like a revolving circle. You share your message, somebody is inspired by that, and they share their message. And it's like just, it's in the door, right? So if you choose to get on video, please tag me. I would love to see it. I would love to be your cheerleader and tell you congratulations from showing up and serving your audience. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. Brianna clearly did not um, fail to deliver. She it was just so great in the content that she shared about being able to create that video content that is really going to set you apart in your business and allow you the opportunity to sell because you can, like she said, serve your audience. So if you haven't already gone over to the show notes and grabbed her roadmap for starting to record, please make sure that you do that. You can always send her a DM on Instagram asking for it at Brianna Queen. Tell her that you were listening to the podcast with Jenny Melrose and she will send that to you. You can also always ask me at Jenny underscore Melrose. As always, I appreciate y'all so much for listening in. If you haven't already taken the opportunity to leave a rating or review on your favorite podcasting app, why not? I would so appreciate it if you would do. It helps for me to get great guests like Brianna. I was stalking her on Instagram, reached out, sent her a DM and say, hey, I'd love to have you on my podcast. I know Brianna did her research, checked to see if my podcast was one that was worthwhile to come on to, was a good fit for her audience, saw that there were a decent amount of reviews by you all, and said, yep, sign me up. Let's get me on your calendar. So when you leave a rating and review, it helps to get those great guests. And I so appreciate it when you take the time to do so. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then.